What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having meaningful conversations surrounding Black love, Black excellence, and Black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who could benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. What's going on, Wojo? You know what time it is? It's your girl, Nikki. Your boy, D-Man. You are officially tuned into another episode of the BKBQ podcast, man, where we discuss black love, black power, black excellence, man, black everything. You already know what time it is, baby girl, baby girl. How you feel today, man? I'm exhausted. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm all up in here like high energy, but it's actually, what time is it? 12.38 a.m. We just got... Finished through a long day. I had church. I was up at 6.30 in the morning. She was up at 9.15. No, but she's exhausted. Let's get it right. I got up at 9.10 and I had the girls all night and all morning. So that's double time. It is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah, I was at church. I got to be at church for 7 a.m. call time. We got to pack up. We're doing church in the movie theater. So there's a lot of stuff that we got to do. So, yeah. I'm the MD, if you guys didn't know, I pay keys and all that stuff. But Woo-hoo. yeah, man, you guys don't know it because we've been posting clips like crazy on Instagram and all that stuff. But we haven't podcast in a hot minute. Yo, it's been a long time. Why? I know. It feels so new. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really know how to act right now. Like, check across my legs. Yo, I don't it's really hilarious. Know. We've been ghosts for a minute. But yo, we're back, yo. We're back. Back in this crazy. Um, We posted a clip the other day entitled... I apologize for putting my wife through the mud or I put my wife through the mud before marriage. I think that's what it's called. I titled it. One of the two. And yeah, like people were in the comment section getting at your boy, like, holy, like they must not know the chemistry that me and Nikki have or, you know, the history behind me and Nikki, but buddy, like, <laughs> they were attacking, attacking, right? And um, we're just going to talk about the whole process before getting married, how, you know, me and Nikki were, how we became me, me and Nikki, Nikki and Dean, and um, yeah, getting to the, all that good stuff. But what do you think about that post? Um, I think it was a very good post in that people were able to kind of hear our story from like that perspective without mm-hmm. any back end. And so it's interesting just to see how people feel about mm-hmm. things that other people go through and how they handled certain situations, not really knowing all the parts of the situation. So I thought it was interesting. It did what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. And here we are to clear the air. Yeah, but what's crazy is, guys, like, we touched on it briefly, I think, in our last podcast episode, but we actually didn't date before getting married. Like, um, we were never an item, <laughs> like, if that's what you want to call it. And reason being, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll say on my part, for me, um, I was in a relationship and you know, when you're young, you're just like, yo man, this is the wife, man. I don't care. I'm marrying this girl. I have a cousin. His name is Christopher. And he would be like, Dean, shut up, yo. You're 18. <laughs> what are you talking about marriage? Are you crazy? I see you. I see how you are with girls. I see all the girls around, blah, blah. He's like, yo, you're not getting married, right? I was just like, 
Oh, shoot. <laughs> but I was confident. I was like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. Yo, I almost caught my little cousin off. You know? <laughs> I was like, this guy's not for me. He's telling me I'm not going to marry this girl. Boy, lo and behold, a couple months later, <laughs> that thing was over and done with. And you know what? I was just like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be committed to another person on planet Earth until it's my wife, yo. And I stuck with it, man, from age 19 to 28. So I was a... Uh, it was nine years, and I was just like, you know what? It is what it is, and um, yeah. And Nikki came into my world, turned that thing upside down because she, she thinks she's all <laughs> that and a bag of chips, and yeah, the rest was history. But like, we're going to talk about how Nikki um, handled all of that stuff that throughout that whole entire process. Me specifically. Yeah, we're going to talk about how you, <laughs> you handled it. Like, we'll talk about me and why I made certain decisions that I made, and then, um, yeah, we'll go from there, so... How did it start? Like, how did we start? We were friends. Yeah, we were friends. And <laughs> I don't really know. Okay, we no, were, no, okay, guys. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we were friends. Yeah, we were friends. And then, you know, one day, Nikki texted me. That's oh, what happened. that's, that's the start. Guys. That's what like, happened. That's the start. You know, so she slid in the DM. And she was I like, you know, she slid in the DMs. Okay, that, back then, we didn't have no DMs. It was like uh, text messages. We're talking. She just hit me up. She's like, I like you. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some ribbon in it. Girl, what did you just say? Like, we're friend friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like me. What are you talking about? So I drove over to her crib. I was like, yo, what are you talking about? And then um, over the next couple of years, it was just, there's no way. Like, yeah, we're never going to be an idol. Like, it's never going to happen. But we were best friends. Like, we were kicking it, chilling. Like, spending time together like crazy. She knew about all the girls in my life. Like, everything that was going on. And, yeah. Like, so <laughs> tell your part. Tell your side. Why, okay, so we were good <laughs> friends. We were, like, yeah. really, really good friends. Yeah. I don't think we were best friends at the time, but we were, like, really good friends, right? And so I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be chilling with this person, I ought to let this person know how I feel. And I didn't say it with, like, intent for us to get together or anything, but I was like... I should be honest, right? You're honest with me. I should be honest with you. So mm-hmm. I was like, random little text. We're texting, whatever. And I was like, I like you. And he's like, what do you mean you like me? Da, 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 da. And then it turned into that. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even mean for it to blow up this way. I just literally wanted to tell you, like, I'm feeling this kind of way. Mm-hmm. Never say this to anybody. have never said this before, but I feel like I had to say it to you. So I said it. And then he drove over to my house, like, come outside. I'm outside. I'm like, what is happening here? This is creating something Yo, that I that never anticipated. Me by surprise. He wow. was surprised, y'all. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and so I guess I went outside and we must have had some kind of conversation. And then, like he said, from that moment, it kind of spiraled into friends, into best friends. And then we kind of plateaued there. Um, we spent a lot of time together. We got to know each other. Um, yeah, man, it was literally like day in, day out, man. She lives mm-hmm. walking distance from my crib, right? So, I know you would walk there like, sometimes. Yeah, man, it was, it was legit. I'm talking about like everyday friends. Like people don't really have everyday friends like that. Yeah. I had an everyday friend in Nikki, man, and it was crazy. Like I remember being in situations where girls were telling me they might be pregnant with my kid, and I'm calling Nikki. I'm like, yo, Nikki, call this girl. Tell mm-hmm. this girl, yo, she crazy, man. You don't play with me. <laughs> Whatever. Nikki was on the phone, like, yo. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's crazy to see how our friendship went from that stage to now marriage. Like I look at her sometimes, we look at each other, we're just like, are we really married? Yeah. <laughs> like so yeah, so that happened. And then um I end up going out to Alberta. Mm-hmm. Then um Nikki came out to Alberta. 
with me. Well, for school with me, because <laughs> like, I was out there, I guess. So you know, she couldn't do she couldn't do life in Toronto without me, I guess. So she she flew out to Alberta to make sure she could be around me. That's, <laughs> that's the story the, we're going. That's with. my side of the story. <laughs> and I'm gonna stick with it. And then while we were out there, you know, I was like, yeah, just doing my thing, typical guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're just young. Um, Nikki never had any family out there. So, like, we were, like, her only family. But the year I was out there with her, um, I was really just here, there, and everywhere, right? Um, like I said, mind you, we were not in anything committed. We were friends that knew how each other felt. But for some reason, we fought those feelings because I guess, like, there was such a strong friendship. You know, if we go down those roads, it's... It's either one or two things. It's either it works and it's the best thing since sliced bread or it doesn't work and then you lose your best friend, right? So, um, yeah, it was a fight, man. It was a fight because I was fighting feelings and um, pride was holding me back. I had a lot of reasons why I had a lot of pride <laughs> in, in that season. And uh, I was just like, yeah, there's no way like, we're going to do this. And... The rest was history. I ended up rupturing my Achilles. Couldn't work out in Alberta anymore. So I moved back to Toronto a year before she was finished school. And yeah, how did you feel in that entire process? So I guess heading back to Alberta before he moved, uh, because I knew we were like super tight and like we were great friends. I felt like while I was out there and while I didn't have family and that his family and he were like the closest people that I had to family, I felt like you kind of owed it to me to be there for me and Mm -hmm. fill in those gaps. And so when you were out there and you're just doing your whole life, I knew that as your friend that I had to understand that we weren't in a relationship. So I couldn't, have expectations for you but i still did at some time so Mm -hmm. it was kind of hard some days because i'd be like i need you now but you're like i'm out with this girl so (laughs) i don't know what you're gonna do and so for me like like i said some days were harder than others um when you left i still had your family there so that Mm -hmm. was pretty cool i wanted to come home because like you were my closest family but i'm like okay I have to finish school. Mm -hmm. I ended up finishing school. It was amazing. Everybody flew down to see me. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was really, it was a little bit of both because I also had this like, I don't care kind of vibe. Like I don't need anybody kind of vibe. So there were days where I was able to like turn that off and be like, I'm good. Like I got this, whatever. But then there were other days that, you know, you just need that kind of emotional support. And I expected that from you. Actually, you didn't really get it from me that much while we were out there. Like, I think I'll... Um, Some days. Yeah. But I'm saying I don't think I got it as, like, every time that I needed it. Yeah. So, like, I even remember there was a time I came to your house and we were chilling or whatever. Cool. I think it was, like, a Saturday or whatever. Came to your house and then... um, For some reason... Shreddy was coming through. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, another girl was coming over or whatever. Her and her sister were actually coming over. And like, he didn't say, hey, so-and-so is coming over so you can leave. But he was kind of like, hey, you're going to go home now? I was like, that's weird. Why am I going home now? He's like, it's, I think it's time to go. It's kind of like playing nice. And then I realized, I guess like your phone was ringing. And then mm. I realized, oh my God, another girl's coming over. You're so mm. flipping disrespectful. Like, what on <laughs> earth is happening here? But in my head, I'm like, but I'm not, we're not together. Like, I cannot have these mm-hmm. feelings. Like, I cannot feel like I'm being pushed aside. Because if you want to date this girl, you can right now. However, I felt like... I should have been first priority in that mm-hmm. moment. Anyways, guys, I ended up going home and I don't know what happened. I think I might have told you how I felt and I think we met up and talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we met up and talked about it, but like 
I think just being honest about how I was feeling in those moments kind of helped. I feel like I always was, but I don't know mm. if I was. <sighs> to answer your question, I got it, but not all the time that I felt that I needed it. Yeah, like, so, yeah, for me, it was, although we did talk, and, like, you know, I was made aware of how she felt. Deep down, I knew how I felt. It was just something, for some reason, a road that I just couldn't go down and couldn't travel down. I'll tell you guys this much, because I don't know if Nikki's going to be saying this, but Nikki was close with somebody else that I was close with. She dated someone else that is really close to me. I won't go into full details. <laughs> and I couldn't get over it. Like, I couldn't see past that. And I was like, there's no way, like, you know, me and you are ever going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Or could it ever be a thing because of that reason when you when they were younger, uh, when she was younger, she dated someone. And I was like, <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no way. Like, it doesn't matter what, like, pride just wouldn't let me accept the fact that, you know, maybe something could be here. So, honestly, like, I did every and anything just to be like, there's no way that's happening. Like, I can't go down that road because one, hell no. Like, <laughs> are you crazy? No way. I'm Dean Samuels. Like, there's no way. And then, um, yeah, but we were so close, yo. So I ended up coming back to um Toronto and then she came back and then I left again mm-hmm. the next year. So this is, so 2015, she came, we came back to Toronto. 2016, I left and went to um BC. Yeah. And then, um yeah, that's when things started to change, yo. So, Throughout that entire process, I would, like, I would, I would be battling. Like, it's like battling your feelings and battling, like, logic. <laughs> like, what your world is saying. Like, I was just like, there's no way I can do it. Um, I know she is probably the one for me. Well, I was like, I just couldn't do it. My pride wouldn't let me go down that road. And then, um, yeah, we got back to Toronto. Still going on with the same stuff. Girls here, girls there, girls everywhere. And I don't know, where's, I don't think, Nikki wasn't really messing with no guys. Like, you, mm-hmm. you weren't entertaining no guys. Guys, she is I'm a, a good girl. Like, <laughs> That's point blank, period. I'm okay. a good, I'm a great girl. Okay, so why didn't you entertain guys? Is it because you knew how you felt about me and you knew that, like, we were going to be a thing or whatever? Or no, I like, think naturally that's just how I am. Mm. I'm a respectful, modest young lady. So <laughs> I follow and I abide by those rules. And that's just kind of been my thing my entire life. So, yeah. Yeah, looking back, what you said, like, yo, you wish you were, like, out Lucy, here with some... Lucy? Uh, not Lucy, Lucy, but in those times where I was clearly doing my stuff, would you ever be like, man, I, I should have went out there and... I mean, I think... What at the time? What or na- like now? Looking <laughs> no, back, no, do I now think? looking back, or or at the time period, like any at any time. Uh, I think there could have been moments where I, there could have been plenty of moments that I could have been out there. However, it's just not my thing, so I don't think so. Oh, okay, wow. It's, well. it's, I'm I am modest, and you know what? That, I think that maybe that played a role into it too, because I knew she wasn't out here doing craziness. Like, but I'm telling you. It's so weird because throughout the entire friendship, anytime I did something, I felt like there was some type of obligation for me to tell Nikki. Like, yeah, it's like it that expectation. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Clearly, I was, like I said, I was fighting something, but every time something went down, I'd be like, yo, Nikki, I just did this with this girl. Like, man, I don't feel good. Like, but it happened. 
And it will be a series of this when I'm like ongoing, just situation after situation after situation. But Nikki was still, the, yo, she has the best listening ear on the planet. Like there'll be sometimes, you know, I'm coming home, like, yo, I'm just smoking weed, finished out of my face. I'm like, yo, Nikki, I can't go home, yo. She just opened up the door. I just sleep in the basement. Nobody knows all that stuff. I'm just like, what in the world? Like she was always there, even though she knew I was outside, <laughs> outside, outside. She still held it down because at the end of the day, like I was mad enough to always keep it 100 with mm-hmm. her and not lead her on and not say, hey, you know, we're going to be this. And knowing in my mind that I wasn't ready for it. And, and we never, you know, messed up in those ways. So like, but did that bother you? At any, at I all? think, I think it was I think a huge part of it was great because you were honest with me. Mm. So I think, like I said, there was a point where I just knew we were going to be together too. Okay, talk like, about I that. I honestly can't explain it though. No, it's but you like, gotta, people are going to be like, okay, so wonder, what is yeah. wrong with you? Are yeah, you crazy? I know. You stayed with this, not even stayed with this guy. You stuck around and weren't out there with this. You had feelings for this guy, but he was out here doing this, that, and everything. Like, how? Like, so I think that I was just graced with the capacity to be able to handle that. I have okay so there were moments where we'd argue a mm-hmm. lot and i guess i also didn't know that you were fighting the feeling mm-hmm. all this time so mm-hmm. all of these arguments and whatever it is that we're arguing about i had no idea that you were feeling something and you were fighting it. so that mm-hmm. was very new to me so a lot more makes sense however i think not i think sometimes i would go to god and be like maybe like on three occasions i was like God, if this young man is not supposed to be in my life, get rid of him because it's taking up too much real estate. Like, I don't I don't mm-hmm. want this anymore. Right. And he'd still be there. And I, I think I did it on three occasions and he was still there. And it was like and I never asked for God to give me the grace to withstand that season mm-hmm. or that moment. But he kind of just like I think a, a combination of me just having that I don't care kind of a thing or the feeling of knowing like I got this. And also I had this like feeling that we were going to end up together. I think because you were so honest with me, mm-hmm. I saw I saw and felt how you treated me outside yeah. of all those other girls. He would even have, he has these friends who he would also equally treat very nicely. But there was always like a level up when it came to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Facts, yeah. So it's like- With everybody. Yeah, know. right? And so I, it's like I had all of these like things that were reassuring that what I was feeling is Legit. Yo, it's crazy. Like, I, don't, I, I can't explain it, guys. It's, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's crazy because <laughs> you know, I'd be on the road with other girls or like going out with other girls and Nikki's name got brought up every single time. It didn't matter what girl I was talking to or whatever, going out with like, they always brought up Nikki's name. Like, so they'll be like, so um, what about you and Nikki? I'm like, me and Nikki? That's my <laughs> friend. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like no, no, no. There's something going on with you and Nikki. So it's something I guess I couldn't really hide from. And um, yeah, <laughs> fast forward. Here we are. Um, And it's crazy because I'm just like, we never thought we'd be here. Mm-mm. Like, we did not think we'd be here at all. I mean, I knew, but. Right? You know, I mean, she knew, so. What actually happened with me, like how I knew, um, there's several occasions, right? But who stick out? There was um one day, uh, <laughs> I was at a hotel <laughs> with a girl, 
Uh, I think I talked about this before. But I'll say it again, just so you can get it all in one video. Uh, I was at the hotel with a girl, and I was telling her about Nikki. I was like, "Yo, I have feelings for this girl, but I don't think I could do it. Like, I just don't know if I can do it." And then, um, a sitcom is on the TV, and it's like verbatim. Like, I can't say it word for word because I'm it's years ago, but something along the lines of, "I don't know what you're doing, but Nikki's the one for you." Like, or I don't know what you're doing, but you know, you're supposed to marry Nikki, something along those lines. And they said Nikki. And I was just like, holy cow, <laughs> like, what the hell? And then um, I end up calling Nikki and um, telling her about that. But what's crazy was like, during that season was when I was just like, all right, cool. I think maybe I am ready. So I hit Nikki and like, I screenshotted all these wedding things, like the whole groovesman bridal party outfits all that stuff we're gonna be wearing our red bottoms blah 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 i put together collage you literally right? put together a <laughs> wedding album guys yeah, like. yeah and i sent it to her and so that probably had her bubbles turning right and then she probably brought it up a week later and i was just turned off yeah <laughs> so it was like the weirdest thing it's like yeah so they're the groomsmen are gonna wear this the bridesmaids are gonna wear this these are gonna be your shoes my dress da, 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 and we just did this whole thing and then i was like okay, like, this is nice, cool, this is fun, different kind of conversation. And then, like you said, maybe, like, a week later, I was like, so, remember we were, like, planning that thing? Like, what do you think of these? And he's like, no, I don't want to talk about that. Like, and then the mood yeah, just kind of, like, uh, shot, and I was like... I couldn't do it. You'll <laughs> never hear me talk about this again. You lot, you're not about to shame me. It's not happening. So that was that. Right? Wedding so, done. Yeah, so that's just, that that, that kind of happened. I think that happened because I was trying my best, yo. Trust me, <laughs> those seasons, <laughs> I was trying my best to, like, accept it. I still wasn't there yet. Like, I put one foot forward, and I feel like I get knocked 20 feet back with reality. It's just like, there's no way, once again, that's going to happen. So I went back out there in the streets and tried to, tried to make stuff happen, and things just never happened. I remember... One of my OGs um, came to the house and he sat me down. He's like, yo, Dean, I'll tell you this right now. Like, I got married to the wrong person and I would hate to see that happen to you. Trust me, I see the way how you and Nikki are. And that is the one for you. She is the one for you. Though. Don't mess up and make the same mistake that I made. And I was just like, shoot. <laughs> like, so... Everybody around me could see it. I just couldn't accept it. Like, you know, like, it was crazy, right? And then, yeah, man, so fast forward now, like I said, 2016, I go to BC. In BC, chilling. Um, that's kind of when, like, life turned around and I started to get, like, serious about life. And um, I kid you not, like, when I really, really knew, I ain't going to front, yo. So I just had just finished having sex with this one girl. And I was like... I can't do this. Like, I was like, I'm done with this. Like, the feeling of disgust was just on 10 million. I was just like, you know what? I'm playing around. And I'm not going to play with Nikki anymore. Like, I know she's the one for me. And enough is enough. Like, why did it take that for it, it to hit me so hard? I don't know. I guess because she had come. You didn't come down to BC yet. No, you didn't, you didn't come down to BC yet. So, oh, before okay. she came down to BC and visited, I did some this one girl and I was like, yo, this is the last time. So I called one of my friends, my one of my best friends, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna marry Nikki. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah, like I'm I'm just gonna do it. About the next day later, I called Nikki's parents, yo, <laughs> Nikki's mom, 
I told Nikki's mom, <laughs> and yeah, I called her sisters. I told my family, and the rest was history. Like it just took that one move, like that <laughs> one feeling of just ah, like I'm done with this life. Like I've been here, I done that, I've been around and around and around. Like it's over with, right? So um, yeah, and it hit me. I was just like, you know what? The worst thing that could happen in my life would be me messing around and missing out on the one I know is for me, like the most incredible woman in my life. And yo, I was just like, it sucked. Like the journey kind of sucked maybe for her, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I go out with a bang. <laughs> like, so she had no clue. I was feeling like this, like absolutely Man. no clue. So yeah, this is about like March or whatever. So she comes down to BC June chilling she leaves and that's when i'm like yeah i'm never ever doing life you're never leaving me again like this so boom planned everything out got the ring got everything told her about to do a family photo shoot on january 1st with my cousins <laughs> you know she came in and had the surprise of a lifetime like surprise of a lifetime had no clue this was happening and yeah like how did you know like what I'm talking about is the proposal. So I proposed to her January 1st, 2018. And yeah, she had. How didn't had I know? Clue. Because we never talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever talked wedding again since Yo, that time. Uh, and we were just going to do a shoot with our friends and some of his cousins. And it was going to be a grand old time to welcome the new year. And then the morning of it, I was feeling sick mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go anymore. So I was like, mm-hmm. you guys just go and have fun. So I slept in. He calls me screaming on the phone. And I was like, first of all, no, we're not going to do that yeah. today. Well, she don't know what's Ticked happening. Off. Yeah. So my mom is like, it's okay. You know, maybe he was just having a moment. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make you breakfast. Oh, <laughs> have fun. Duh. So she's doing all this like buttering up stuff. And I was like, but nobody's going to talk to me like that. That's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of like calmed me down. And I ended up going to the photo shoot. He had somebody come pick me up, which was I didn't even think anything of that. We actually parked the car right beside my sister's car. I know her license plate, but of course I wasn't looking for that. So I didn't notice it. So when I walked in the room and I saw everybody there, I freaked out, ran away, but it was the most magical day ever. Right. And the, <laughs> the rest was history. After that, like, oh, surprise of the nation. Yeah. Like, everyone around us was like, oh my gosh. Right. And it's crazy. Man. I see a lot of guys like propose to girls. And the females say no. In my head, I'm always just like, how don't you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You should always know where the girl is at. Like, I knew, even though you didn't know where I was at, I knew where you were at. And I knew you loved me enough. Just, first of all, for sticking around, how you stuck around. Your best friends. <laughs> right? Like, and I legit made my best friend. So I was just like, there's no way you were going to say no. What if you said no? <laughs> what if I said no out of shock? You got to talk to people about <laughs> things before you do it. Like, would you have ever said no like in a situation like that? Like, Depends on the person. Oh, oh, oh It couldn't oh, oh. have been any old. Well, because it was your boy. <laughs> I'm saying. Depends on who it was. I could have definitely said Yo, no. That's crazy, man. But looking back, would you would you change anything? Like In our, in our story. journey? Mm-hmm. Um... If I could erase the moments where I had expectations of you and they weren't fulfilled, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd probably erase all of those and maybe 
I don't know what I would do to erase that, but mm-hmm. I think I would eliminate that feeling. Cause I was like, like I said, I was out there at school. I didn't really have any friends at school because I was the only, you know, and it was really hard to make friends. But, um, she's, she's the only black girl. <laughs> that, that's what she's saying. She's the only black girl. <laughs> That's what she's saying. That's what I was saying. It's Black Sorry. King, Black Queen podcast. Man. It's only black girl. Right? Um, yeah. So, and it was kind of hard to make friends. Um, so I had two that I really, you know, clicked with. But some days going to school in the morning was hard because he and I would just have argued over in the night about some foolishness. God knows what. He wasn't even mm-hmm. in the province, but we would argue. And then I'd have to go to school and face all these people and just put a smiley face on. You know what I mean? So I, if I could eliminate all of like those moments where I felt like I needed you and you weren't there, I would get rid of those. All right. All right. So for the people that will probably type in the comments, section, yo, this guy play with her heart. Do you think that <laughs> I would play with your heart? Like, honestly, so to clear the back, air, <laughs> um, no, I don't think he played with my heart. Um, in all honesty, because I knew the situation. Mm-hmm. I myself, I knew the situation. I knew what we were. We were friends without a title outside of the friendship. Uh, we were never dating. You never once said, I'm going to marry you, but stick around. It was never anything like that. So I kind of chose to be there. And yeah, I just played my role as a best friend because that's what best friends do. And he was honest with me the entire time. And I was honest the entire time. And that's why we're here today. So no, everybody, I was not being played. (laughs) And I think that's a very important note that you just said. Like honesty is honestly everything wow honesty is honestly everything cool honesty is the best policy <laughs> right no honestly it's 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 everything and i think that played a big role in um us being who we are because like there's situations where it could go bad um nikki could have had expectations for me let's say i was a, a dishonest person and um leading her on it could have been really really bad mm-hmm. but i say for free mosaic like, you will know by the guy's fruits, man. Like, you know how he treats you. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I hid nothing from her. Like, I gave her everything that I had to give her and I told no lies. Like, I didn't play this, all right, yo, I'm going to marry you card as a stick around card. I was just like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this. And she knew why I couldn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. we were very vocal and communication lines was always, like, clear. Right. And I, I think that's very important. A lot of females or yeah, queens get strung along and they're just like, I really don't know where this guy's at. Nah, mm-hmm. you gotta know you where have to know. <laughs> like, you know, the you guy's have to at. Know. At, all, at all times, man, because like bad communications can, can ruin everything. And um, it could have, what if it went bad? Like, that would suck. Like, okay, mm-hmm. can I ask you this? Mm-hmm. If we were the way we were mm-hmm. and I proposed to somebody else, I would be hurt, but I would understand. And Mm -hmm. I think I've said this before. Like, I would understand if you chose to marry somebody else because you would have been pursuing a relationship like that with somebody else. Mm -hmm. We were never pursuing a relationship. We were pursuing a friendship Mm -hmm. where you could confide in me and I can confide in you. I even had his phone password. Mm -hmm. You can go on my phone. I could go on your phone. That's how much friends we were despite everything. So if you were to propose to somebody, of course I would be hurt because at the end of the day, you knew that I had mm-hmm. a feelings for you and you had a vibe with me, but I would understand that you were building a relationship with somebody else. Yeah, man, guys, like this is, this is our story. This is the Nikki and Dean story, how we came <laughs> to be. Um, how you feel? I feel great. 
Uh, we're probably going to get bashed a little bit more, but that's okay. That's what it's all about. My Here we yo. are. Bash on, we're man. We're married. We're about on. to be five years married. Wow, about to be five <laughs> years, man. And year four was our hardest year yet. Like, yeah. We were cruising through year one, two, and three. Year four came and said, all right, yo, let me see if you guys actually got it. We got to do a lot of digging, a lot of like self-reflecting, a lot of, oh my God, did we make a mistake? Yeah. Like, year four uh, was different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but look at us, yo. We're still here. Man. It don't matter, man. Like ups, downs, happy times, sad times. It don't matter. Bad times, yo. At the end of the day, I always know that I made a commitment like, to stick by this queen for the rest of my life. That's something I don't take lightly. And um, I'm going to do it. Like, trust me. I don't care. I'm going to speak life into the situation. People say, yo, you don't know what can happen. There's people married for 20 years and then 30 mm-hmm. years. And, and they're like, well, that's not me, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak that over my marriage. I'm telling you, it's just us forever. And always. And there's going to be a lot of times that come that Iraqi. But, yo, we're going to make it through it. Because... Yeah. It's been us. It's always been just us. And I'm excited to do life with you. Like I always say, man, the word of my dream. So it is what it is. <laughs> like, how you feel? <laughs> I feel amazing. And I love you too. And this has been the best decision of my life too, even though it was on your terms. Kidding. But the best decision <laughs> of my life too. And I'm so happy to be married to you. And yes, like you said, there's going to be a lot of year fours, but the same way we conquered that, the same mm. way we'll get through the rest of them infinity and beyond just us just us man you guys already know what time it is man you know my motto i'm out here challenging every listener under the sound of my voice to get up choose purpose over fear you may ask why and i'm gonna tell you because there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes man there's somebody that's waiting on you to chase your dreams because your dreams is gonna be the very thing that's gonna set them free so man if you gotta write the vision make it plain do that whatever you gotta do get better 1% every single day. I'm depending on you. Nikki's depending on you. And we know that you're going to win, man. You guys already know, if you got any questions for us, drop the questions. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on IG or hit us up in the comment section here, like wherever you're watching this at or listening to this at. Hit us up, man. Like We got the answer for you. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's 1.13 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right, we got to get up mad early. So, we out. You already know what time it is. It's your boy D. Hey, girl, Nikki. And that's a wrap. Peace.